0: The Arizona Cardinals get back on track. A 25 22 win over the Dallas Cowboys. The team now 11 5. What does the big time victory mean for the Cardinals going forward? Are they back in the good graces of the national media? People think that this team can make a run in the postseason. We're breaking it all down. It's Bo Brock, Alex Clancy, and it's Locked On Cardinals. Part of your Locked On Podcast Network. are Locked On Cardinals, your daily Arizona Cardinals podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Rise up, Red Sea. It's Locked On Cardinals. Thanks for making us your first listen. Happy New Year from Alex and myself. It's 2022 and the Arizona Cardinals New Year, new team. It looked like the team that actually won 10 games going into week 17, but not the team that had dropped three straight. The Arizona Cardinals come out, win basically in all three phases of this contest. They set the tone early, and they were able to take advantage of Dallas Cowboys shooting themselves in the foot in a miscue. The Arizona Cardinals win 25-22. We're so appreciative that you make Locked On Cardinals your first listen. Follow along on Twitter at Clancy's Corner. Follow Alex. Follow me, Bob Rack. Of course, follow the show at Locked On AZ Cards. Alex, what was the biggest takeaway from this win for the Arizona Cardinals, uh, in your opinion?
1: They finally listened to me. The only way you're going to win is if you score more points than the other team. Um, the offensive line. The offensive Absolutely. line. I mean, that, that's that's who won. Rodney Hudson won. It was all over Twitter. Rodney Hudson won. He makes everything possible he makes the interior of the offensive line's job easier which means the outside of the of the offensive line the tackles not having to help the inside of the offensive line which makes them susceptible to pass rushes on the outside rodney hudson makes all of this work rodney hudson is probably at this point going to go down as the bigger offseason acquisition than deandre hopkins like what he's doing when he's on the field is making this whole thing Tick. It allows Kyler to be be able to play football and not have to always worry about having four seconds and getting the hell out of there.
0: Yeah. Couple, right? I mean, that's uh,
1: not an overstatement, right?
0: No, I, I think he, he absolutely did kind of calm down, especially the interior that offensive line. It was an offensive line that was missing DJ Humphreys. He was on the uh, reserve COVID list. You had uh Josh Jones in there at right tackle. Uh it was it the, the Beacham move over to left tackle, I believe, in the Arizona Cardinals. You know, Jones was was once again. A bit by the the penalty bug, a couple false starts, some some crucial errors once again by the second year player out of Houston. Uh, but yeah, Rodney Hudson was able to kind of calm down the offensive line, especially at the end of the game when they needed to extend drives, when they needed to have you know uh, just clock gobbling possessions. And and yeah, Rodney Hudson was able to do that. You, you saw that Kyler Murray was relatively unscathed, just gave up one sack. That's been one sack in the last two weeks by this offensive line. But Arizona Cardinals now eight and one when both Kyler Murray and Rodney Hudson are both in the lineup. I mean, that's I mean, the proof's in the pudding right there. I mean, once when they have their two best players on offense now, and that's who it is, Rodney Hudson and Kyler Murray, they're they can be deadly. They can win football games, they can churn clock, they can do everything that you need to do. Uh, also you've got Kyler Murray. He remains un, unbeaten at the Jerry dome. Let's call it the Kyler dome now. I mean, it's, it's at this point it, it's, it's Kyler Murray's house and everybody else is just coming over to watch, watch him play football. Um, you know, it, this, this was a huge victory. I mean, let's get into how, how it started. It, it looked a lot, very reminiscent of their 10 previous wins, maybe outside of the Minnesota Vikings win, because that one was kind of a, an anomaly, um, The team, they they win the coin toss. They defer. They set the tone on defense. They make the stop against Dallas on the first drive. They put the ball in their offense's hands. Their offense had a huge opportunity to to cash in with a touchdown, but Josh Jones gets called for, uh, what was it, a false start penalty. It knocked them back. They get three. And then the defense continues to just hold this Dallas offense, this high-powered offense, the rest of the first half. The Arizona Cardinals go into the locker room up 13-7. to seven. You know, they, they cash in with the Antoine Wesley touchdown and, you know, they, they're able to tack on with Matt Prater, something they did at the beginning of the season that was so successful because they were getting the ball in the next half, to start the next half. If they put up any points like they did, you know, it just continues that momentum. And I thought that's just a blueprint. And Every NFL team should have that blueprint. It's like, come out, set the tone on defense, let your offense, you know, get on track and then, you know, start to... Put the game away. And I think that the Arizona Cardinals, they just did that. They played their game against Dallas. And Dallas, you know, they didn't look pretty. Dallas looked awful the entire game.
1: Yeah. No, they did. And and Kyler Murray played exactly the way you expect Kyler Murray to play. Was he a world beater? No. But this is what an above average quarterback looks like when he plays a run of the mill game it's what he looks like, you know, and the Cardinals time of possession was masterful. 34 minutes in total. You know, um, I, I would like to see Christian Kirk getting more involved more in the beginning of the game instead of a couple big chunk plays when they absolutely needed it. But yeah, all in all, it wasn't the prettiest of wins. It wasn't the most world beating of wins. And yeah, the Cowboys looked terrible for the majority of the game, but the Cardinals defense put them in those positions and the Cardinals were able to exploit what they could on offense and they scored touchdowns. Like, I was, it's it, when you get to the point where you're expecting after Kyler Murray kind of underthrows a ball to AJ Green, which should have been a touchdown instead of when they settled for three, when there's two back-to-back penalties, when you're second and goal from the two, that's the first points that they score. It's like, oh no, Sonny and Cher is playing somewhere. And Bill Murray's talking about Sonny Phil with Groundhog's Day. Like that that's what you thought. And then they flipped it. And they were able to get a touchdown with Antoine Wesley, and then you know the fake punt, and then we're starting to see them kind of pivot back towards where they were to begin with. And that's the big takeaway here from a you know ten thousand foot view is yeah. they looked like a capable and competent both on the field and in the coaching staff team today, which they hadn't looked like over the last hundred eighty minutes of football.
0: For sure, yeah, they were they were able to execute their game plan. They came up with some big plays in all three phases: offense, special teams, and defense. But also, they they didn't. They didn't take their foot off the gas. They didn't cower once they kind of faced any kind of adversity. They didn't let the game slip out of their grasp because it was, they were in the driver's seat this entire game. Like if they had lost this game, that would have been a, just a bitter pill to swallow because they were in such, you know, just dominant position uh, but also they showed, you know, resilience and they they were able to, anytime that they took any hits and anytime they had a bad drive on offense, they seemed to rebound and respond either on the defensive side of the ball or with a solid drive on the, on the next play. You know, there were some huge plays that were made in this game. Alex mentioned one on special teams. We'll get more into that one. Um, and, and what this, this victory means for everything, because earlier in the week, Alex said, this is a, this is a season changing type of victory. I mean, this is, this is something that the perspective on the Arizona Cardinals just pivoted and just went a completely different direction than where it's been really for the last three weeks. Let's get into all those conversations, but I'm pumped to of course tell you about the best tasting protein bar on the planet. I'm talking about built bar built bar is the special secret weapon that you need to get all of your new year's resolutions taken care of. It's a new year, which means new year resolutions is about getting fit. It's eating healthier and to make sure you do that you need to include built bar and your plan it's a, a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar i mean it's delicious it's probably better than most candy bars on the market it has 130 calories usually 4 grams of sugar 4 grams of net carbs and 17 grams of muscle packing protein i mean i think it's the best breakfast you can have if you're on the go you just get a cup of coffee get a built bar you're good you're not you're not going to just compromise whatever you're trying to do as far as your new year's resolution save yourself some money too you got a budget in the new year Well, go to built.com use yourself our promo code lock15 we're going to save you some cash 15% off your order at built.com that's using the promo code, lock15 locked 5 and get 15% off at built.com Arizona Cardinals winning 25-22 rebounding after losing three straight games it was uh the the rams on Monday night football It was the debacle in Detroit and then it was the christmas uh, massacre by the the indianapolis colts i don't know that that was a bad one but it was uh it, <laughs> every single game there was a different frustration there was a different frustration you know the rams was you know you beat yourselves kyler has the couple picks and then detroit you're dominated you're completely out like dominated by a team of nobodies and jared goff and then on Christmas, it was, you know, missed opportunities and shooting yourself in the foot again, uh, a game that was fully within a reach and, and grasp of winning, and they fall up, fall short. This was a game that the Arizona Cardinals had in hand, you know, from really the opening kick to, to the final whistle. I did really appreciate how Cliff Kingsbury was able to dial up the right play calling at the end of this game when they're sitting on a three-point lead and there's four and a half minutes left in the game. He was able to to make the right play calls and, and salt this one away.
1: Yeah, for sure. Um, the uh, for those that, for those that don't know, we do a ten minute post game live reaction on YouTube and Twitter. It's our knee jerk before we record the podcast. So check that out. Bo and I did talk about that. It's at our YouTube channel. Subscribe at Locked On Easy Cards. Um, it was a perfect first down play call that was safe and also could have been a touchdown. It was Christian Kirk going towards the sideline, but with enough room to catch it and go upfield, but there's no way that that ball could have been intercepted. It's either out of bounds or Christian Kirk catches it and he's gone. Um, and then using Kyler Murray, and this is a Chase Edmonds thing. Chase Edmonds is faster than James Conner. You can run the option with Chase Edmonds, run a speed option like that because Chase Edmonds has that first step that James Conner just doesn't. Or Kyler Murray can keep the ball like... Everybody was very cognizant of staying in bounds. You give Cliff Kingsbury credit for that. Zach Ertz, et cetera. Like it was short passes and runs that kept the ball moving down the field and staying in bounds. And it forced the Cowboys, who pretty much threw up on, on themselves regarding their timeouts in the second half, um, to kind of be hamstrung with you know one hand tie behind their back. They called their last timeout with two and a half minutes left, and they were at the mercy of the Cardinals. It's two first downs and the game's over. And that's what we saw. So yes, I you give Cliff one hundred percent full credit on his play calling because it wasn't run up the gut, run up the gut, throw twenty five seconds. Dallas is on the field with with you know with I probably what one timeout and down three points. You yeah, know that the, was the other side of that coin. So the fact that they were able to get a long sustained drive and that ends in the victory formation for the Cardinals, that's what you see for the maturity of Cliff Kingsbury that was not there the last three games. I'm not taking away anything that I've said up to this point about Cliff Kingsbury. If you can see more things like that, that's how you get people to believe that you're actually that you belong in the position you're in. And he checked the mark on the biggest game they had this year.
0: I mean, I I thought that Cliff Kingsbury was probably the you know outside of maybe on his own sideline the best play caller on the field. And Kellen Moore is a very talented young, on an upcoming offensive play caller. But I thought Cliff Kingsbury had a. Better game plan. He certainly had better execution. He had better play from his from his quarterback. I mean, Kyler Murray completely outdueled Dak Prescott. I don't care if you look at the numbers and you see Dak Prescott had three touchdown passes to no interceptions. He missed on some big throws all game long. And that Dallas Cowboys offense was stale and stagnant. You know, basically, I mean, it was between the twenties. Between the twenties, but once they got rolling, they they had they, they cashed in, and, and I think a tip of the cap to them because the Arizona Cardinals need to kind of figure that part out of their game. Still, the red zone needs to be better. They need to figure out the red zone uh, before the playoffs begin. They've got one more game to do that. But you know, Christian Kirk or, or Chase Edmonds, I should say, when you look at the final numbers, eighteen carries, fifty three yards. That's under three yards per carry. When you look at his catches and his yardage that he put up in the receiving game, five catches for twenty nine yards. Nothing like is eye-popping there under six yards per catch. But he had big plays on each side, you know, as far as running the football and catching the football. And he seems to be a guy that when Kyler Murray needs to find somebody to dump the ball off to, that's his main guy in Chase Edmonds, and they make big play after big play. So, you know, I was – I thought that this team, you know, they did enough. They showed that it wasn't the, perf- it wasn't the perfect game, but they, they were able to get it done. They were able to win kind of – uh I don't know. I don't want to call it ugly because I thought they did a lot of good things. There, there was just plays left on the field. I thought from the offense and the defense played, you know, a really good game. But you know, they still gave up twenty two points to this Dallas offense. But uh, you know, uh, this was necessary. This was a this was kind of a must win because the the, the 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 sky would have continued to fall if they if they came out of here with an L.
1: No yeah, especially if especially with how they played in the first half. Like if I don't know, Dallas would have somehow got the ball if they had a timeout, they got the ball back, went and scored a touchdown. The world's burning, uh-huh. you know. If the Cardinals lose this game, yeah. But I and mean, then you look at it and you can yeah you can look at it and say on top of all of that, maybe the sprinkles on it is. I mean, they're without their RB one, maybe RB one A. They're without Marco Wilson, who's their CB two. You know, they're without Rondell Moore. You know, whatever. I mean, they're without a bunch of players. Yeah. And the fact that they were able to do it without that, and that's kind of where the clunkiness comes into play. It's a lot of guys being in positions they're not used to being in because we're trying we're trying to find them constantly. We're finding them constantly just like trying to find what puzzle pieces work together. And we've right. seen that Antoine Wesley, he can run down the field, jump and catch the ball. <laughs> you know? Like, yeah. I mean, yeah, he had the drop, but it was, it was a perfect ball, and that's what you want. That's a timing thing. And the timing was perfect. And he had two kind of – you know, acrobatic catches in the end zone for his two touchdowns. When you have Chase Edmonds and James Conner on the field at the same time, that is going to be nightmare fuel for opposing defensive coordinators because that means they can play in any terrain. Weather doesn't matter. You could have legitimately 35 touches between the two of them in a playoff game in week 18 of James Conner's back, whether it be handing the ball off or catching the ball to the backfield. They're perfect complements to each other. Perfect yeah. And they need to utilize that as much as possible, which sets up the play action pass where Kyler thrives, throwing the ball down the field. That's right. the goal of all of this.
0: And, and we've seen Antoine Wesley in, in one-on-one matchups get separation, make big plays, two touchdowns on Sunday. Uh, AJ Green over 70 yards, receiving the big one against Trayvon Diggs early in this contest. Uh, Christian Kirk, 79 game, uh, had some big plays for this offense. Uh, some of the big plays that stand out to me, we talk about Antoine Wesley, he him on fourth down, uh, fourth and goal, Kyler Murray looked like he was going to run into the end zone, and that kind of quickly closed up. And then Kyler made the great pass to Wesley. But also, was it was it the same drive that the Jonathan Ward catch on? The I think fa- so. The fake punt and uh, Chris Banjo uh, one, one of the plays of the year, and, and we're just bringing it up now one of the, one of the plays of the year where Jonathan Ward pins the ball on the defenders, not not David Tyree, not his own helmet, on the, <sighs> the defender's helmet. And and pulls it down with one arm, and it extends that drive, and the Arizona Cardinals are able to get points. Uh, just, you know, there, there's just so many moments that stand out in this game that went right for the Arizona Cardinals because they went the other way. I mean, this Dallas team is so dangerous that we could be talking about another game that got out of their hands.
1: Yeah, everything. Like the thing is, like the one thing that we learned that we were reminded of with the Cardinals doesn't matter who they play. If everything goes well, they're going to win. Yeah. Everything went well today. Nothing went like Dallas continued. They had 10 penalties, almost 100 yards with the penalty yards. Every big play they had was called back from penalty. They didn't have a timeout when Chase Edmonds fumbled the ball. Everything worked to the Cardinals' advantage. And what had happened was through the first eight weeks or so, aside from the A.J. Green, the the Rasul Douglas interception, every ball bounced their way. They had They led the NFL in fumbles, 18, I think it was, at one point, and they only lost three. You know, like it's yeah. And then today everything went the Cardinals way. Everything did. And they they are good enough to win games when nothing goes wrong. There was an interception in the end zone that that was dropped by a by yeah. a corner for the Cowboys that could have completely changed the landscape of this game. But you have to get lucky to win games in the NFL and it looks different every single time. You know, yeah. and they again they were without a bunch of their players today. So the fact that they won in convincing fashion like they did and even though the game was close, it was still convincing They were the best team on the field the entire game, and it's been a long time since that. It was, you know, Chicago after their bye week was the last time we saw it.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, Dallas didn't deserve to win that game, and they would have stole. It would have been them stealing one if they if they somehow come back and and, and won that that game. Uh, There were some big time performances on the defensive side of the football. Let's get into that. Also, look ahead to the playoffs for the Arizona Cardinals. How, How should they, you know, approach Week 18? We'll start to get in that conversation. It's Bo and it's Alex. Follow along on Twitter at Lockdown Easy Cards, at Bob Rack, and at Clancy's Corner. Cardinals fans with the incredible app that everybody can buy gas, everybody that buys gas needing to know about this. I'm talking about GetUpside. Our listeners are making up to 25 cents per gallon of gas every time they fill up. Just download the Get Free Up Get Upside app in the App Store, Google Play right now. Use the promo code Touchdown. It's easy to remember. Antoine Wesley had two of them. Touchdown. Get a bonus 25 cents per gallon on your first fill-up. That's 50 cents cash back on your first fill-up. Get cash back using GetUpside. Just download the app for free. Use the promo code touchdown, and you get 50 cents per gallon cash back on your first tank. People who drive a lot, they're making upwards of $200, $300 a month what? just by using the GetUpside account. And it's easy. You just cash out anytime, and you'll get the money in your account. Uh, Your PayPal, e-gift card, Amazon, other brands, whatever you prefer. Just download the free GetUpside app. Use the promo code TOUCHDOWN, and uh, you'll get that 50-cent cash back. It's that simple. Bo Brock, Alex Clancy, locked on Cardinals. Cardinals right now, fifth seed in the NFC. They're behind the Dallas Cowboys at four. Dallas Cowboys leading the NFC East. It's going to be your division winners, and then the record's going to determine you know, where those guys stack up right now, Packers one, Rams two, Bucks three, Cowboys four, Cardinals five, Niners six, they had a big win, and then the Eagles seven uh, as of the end of Sunday. So Arizona Cardinals could be on the road once again, where they've been so successful. Was it our guy Josh Weinfuss pointing out <laughs> the Arizona Cardinals were the, was it the 10th team to win? Eighth, uh, eighth team? Oh,
1: yeah, something like that. Eighth or tenth team.
0: Yeah, to 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 win. Uh, was it eight games on the road mm-hmm. in in a season? But they're they go eight and one to finish up their road record in the regular season. It's crazy. We're here right now. We we have one oh, game tenth team. left. Ten team. Yeah. You're right. Yeah one one game left. Arizona Cardinals have one game left against the lowly Seattle Seahawks, where they could win their twelfth game of the season. And uh, there's there's a whole lot on the line as far as the last game of the season because the Rams play the 49ers. Uh, and we'll just kind of see. I don't, I don't think that the, the Niners want to drop to the seventh spot or anything like that. So I think that uh, there, there's going to be a whole lot of drama in week 18 of the NFL season. Um, before we get out of here, Isaiah Simmons, 10 tackles. He had the forced fumble. Uh, in the second half of, of Dak Prescott, and, and really just changed the the way that that game was going to go, and, and kind of really took out any momentum if Dallas was going to create any early in the second half. Uh, that was a huge play. Bud Baker was a was just a, a as as Stephen Baca, Kyler Murray's trainer, would say, he's a demon, and uh, he he made some big plays. He had a sack. He had a couple. Uh, he had a pass defense. He had some big plays, just making tackles for the for the Arizona Cardinals. So um, defensively. Just an incredible effort by Vance Joseph's group executing his game plan because when you look at things, Zeke Elliott was a non-factor, nine carries for 16 yards. Tony Pollard, three carries for nine yards. And then you had CeeDee Lamb, three catches for 51 yards. 26 of those came on one play. And then Amari Cooper salvages his game. with a touchdown, he only had three catches for 18 yards. I mean, what they are able to do against the Dallas Cowboys offensive stars – uh, it, it can't be stressed enough how impressive it was.
1: Yeah, it was. And, and listen, it's not perfect. You know, it, it's not perfect. But what we saw was the defense is the strength of this of this team. And you called it from the beginning of the season. The defense is the best part of the Arizona Cardinals. It, it, I mean, it is, and it allows the Cardinals to have a platform on offense to do what they want to do in a more, you know, laissez faire, less pressure filled, uh, you know. Uh, Father, you know, uh, action, wh- whatever the hell I'm trying to say. Um, um, fashion is what I'm trying to say. Um, yeah, you know, Isaiah Simmons, like, I don't know, man. He gets burning coverage. They never really use him as, as a bona fide Hassan Reddick pass rusher, even though he's faster than Zavin. Ka- like, I, I don't get it. They need to figure it out, but yes, yeah, Zavin, uh, Isaiah Simmons had a, had a very good day today. Um, Jordan Hicks played fine, except for that one pass interference call that was kind of iffy. Um, which was two back-to-back calls that I believe ended in a touchdown for for the Cowboys on that drive. Um, Chandler Jones, like, the Cardinals' defense, with who they have on the roster, really, at least, like, on paper, shouldn't be as good as they are. They shouldn't. Byron Murphy's never been an outside corner, let alone a CB1. Marco Wilson was a fourth-round pick, even though he was graded as high as a first-round pick. Everybody's hurt. All the corners are hurt, and you know. Aside from Jalen Thompson and Buda Baker, the best one-two punch of the safety position in the NFL, this defense is out kicking its coverage every week.
0: Yeah, yeah. and I think a lot of credit goes to Vance Joseph yeah. there, especially their performance on Sunday. I mean, Antonio Hamilton, Kevin Peterson, who Mike, Michael Gallup before he exited that game uh had had an inc- incredible acrobatic touch- touchdown catch on Kevin Peterson I, I don't know a corner that maybe not you know can't make that that makes that play that stops that play from happening uh but uh, you know outside of that TD Peterson played very well like the young corners that that were playing in place of Robert Alford who's been IR'd and Marco Wilson who couldn't couldn't go on Sunday I mean just a tip of the cap but also Vance Joseph kind of mixing around where Buda Baker and his other safeties were Jalen Thompson. wherever they would wherever they were going to be on the field. He did a good job mixing that up and it, and it really kind of disguise coverage coverages enough to where Dak Prescott didn't know what to do with the football. And a uh, tip of the cap to VJ there. Arizona Cardinals eleven and five. They have one more game to go. Tomorrow we'll get into you know who who do you want to face in the first round? You got a couple different options. You know you could still win the division that's still in play. You want to jump into the top four you want to stay at five? Who do you want to move to four to potentially play at five? Who do you want to play as far as the teams at the bottom of the playoffs? Would you want to see the Niners for a third consecutive time? Is Philly scary at all? Running the teams on the outside looking in, we'll get into that. Uh, a big time Happy New Year to all of you who listen, who watch. Big thank you to everybody and and, and tuning in and finding this podcast, podcast in 2021. We have big things in store for 2022. Can't wait for you to be along for the ride. You make everything possible for Alex and I, what we're trying to do here on Lockdown Cardinals. Thank you so much for following along on Twitter, at LockdownAZCards, at Bob Rack, and at Clancy's Corner. We got a big Tuesday edition of Lockdown Cardinals headed your way tomorrow morning, 10 a.m. The YouTube premieres then. And, of course, the podcast will be live at midnight. Alex, anything else?
1: Yeah, one quick thing. Um, If the Arizona... If the Arizona Cardinals win on Sunday against Seattle and the Rams lose at home to the 49ers, the Arizona Cardinals will win the NFC West. The Seattle Seahawks are out of playoff contention. They don't have a first-round pick, so the jockeying for position thing for uh, you know a draft pick is null and void. But if they're thinking about, like I think, if they're thinking about trading Russell Wilson in the offseason, you may be seeing Russell Wilson not starting on Sunday, and you may see Geno Smith. It's just a wrinkle that the Cardinals have a potential advantage of that the Rams definitely do not. So this journey is far from over, even though there's only one game in the regular season left to play.
0: There's not a lot of pride to play for left for the Seattle Seahawks. There's just not. It's not respect. It's not Pete Carroll and, and Russell Wilson. Like They're going to want to come out and play. There's, that, that's a beaten team. The Arizona Cardinals should have a pretty beatable t- opponent Come week 18, we'll start to break it down as early as tomorrow. Have a great rest of your Monday. We will talk to you tomorrow here on Lockdown Cardinals, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network.